I'm really going to have to do my hair up again later. <laughs> <laughs> David Wolf yeah. rang me earlier and said, do you need a makeup artist before the show? What? I said, mate, listen, go away and no, hung up on him. I've got the headphone dent. You know, I know, you that know, is... Like, my, yeah. Maybe not so much in your hair. Okay, oh, not <laughs> That's heaps harsh, mate. The like, headphones don't sit that far back. My hair is a lot more bouffant than yours. And but so, did you really just yeah, say bouffant? I did. And, and, it, and every time I finish recording <coughs> with you, yeah. I've got this massive dent in my hairline, in it's, my hair. It's, not the top, it's around the ears that are the problem for me with these earmuffs. Right. That really ruins, ruins your hair around there. What? It's all right, mate. I've got a brush. <laughs> all good. Stephen's referring good. to the fact that in T-minus three hours. Mate, it's only three hours. Yeah, okay, don't panic, mate. Oh, I'm panicked. Panic today. I've been panicked since 6 a.m. Really? this morning. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we're going live. And it's interesting. There's, I think we're still at this point where people don't quite understand what we're doing because <laughs> I had someone <laughs> email us. me. Yeah. <laughs> I, sent, I sent out an email and I had one bloke write back here. Thanks, mate. I can't make the live show, but I'll listen to it as a podcast tomorrow. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's not, it. not like, it. No, but that's. But remember when we had a conversation where yeah. like, we should re- like, come up with a different name for it. Yeah, yeah for, and, the, for the show. And for the record, the name I came oh. up with, you poo-pooed seriously. You I'm didn't like sure you it. pretty sure you poo-pooed mine as well. Well, now your first one was, nah, spiked, boom, straight away. What was your, what, can we I tell you what it is? I remember. I can. Oh, okay. Caps Lock. Oh, okay. Was right, that yeah. what it was? It might have been something like that. And you remember, I'll, I won't tell you how I, I replied even, to you. Yeah, sure you did. And then, and that convinced you. My reply convinced you. Yeah, you're right. That's right. Uh, I was just a man. It was an ambit claim. <laughs> okay. All right. I was just trying to make a point. Okay. And then you best you came up with some rubbish. So we no, didn't do I, that. Now I came up with okay. TTL, Talking Tech Live, and and that'd be TTL. It'd be the big letters, Talking Tech Live. We, we end up just going with two blokes talking terrific tech Terrific, Trevor Long. I mean, and you're just going along <laughs> for the ride. Well, if that's what you want to think, that's So we just ended up going with two blokes talking tech live, which is good. Very imaginative. Brand, right? Very imaginative. But I do think that most people are thinking that they're just going to get the podcast on Facebook. Well, aren't they going to be delighted when they hear this show? Sup- this one? This one. Or the one tonight? No, well, the one tonight, they're going to see it live. So this they're going to think, hang on a minute, they recorded a show before that. Bonus. Unbelievable. Yeah. See how generous we are? And, and now everyone who <laughs> listens to the podcast is going to go back through the live show and see if they can spot the earmuff hair. Yeah, I hope not. But don't worry, Stephen brought a brush and gel. I brought a brush and a big, big thing of gel, yeah, my gel fan. Yeah, right. All right, well, we're here to talk about the podcast. We're here to do the podcast, so how about we just bloody well Let's do it. Let's do that. Oh, there's a button that I've got to push over there. And <laughs> Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Shout out to Billy Weaver, one of the best voiceovers. Well, I listen to him every weekend on WSFM. Some, one of the best. Is he on during the week too? He, he, uh, he's filling, I think. Okay. I've heard him. Because when I hear him on the weekend, if I'm in my car with my wife... Yeah. Every time I hear him, I go, you know that bloke's voice is on my podcast. Yeah. And our two it's blokes. unlikely on you to repeat guide. yourself like on that. <laughs> on Tech Guide podcast and two blokes. And she looks at me and goes, yeah, I know, yeah. darling. I know. Okay, yeah. you've told me 15 times already. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. That's good. We appreciate yeah. the engagement out of wives. Uh, yeah. This is episode 455 <laughs> of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Arlem. We'll tell you more about them shortly. But, Stephen, <sighs> what a week. Yeah. Um, the, the frustrating... <laughs> Frustrating thing for me about the NBN announcement was, like, I knew there was an announcement coming out because I had a conversation uh, with the NBN the day before, and they're like, um, "So we're, you know, know, always everyone thinks that I'm in charge of Channel Nine News." I'm like, "I'm not," (laughs) but thanks for the info. But tried, but they're doing a doorstop here, here. and we're, I'm, I'm I'm happy to let them know. But anyway, so we're doing this, then there's the press club, and then there's an an announcement. um, And do you think you'd want to speak to the CEO? And I went, "Look, mate, to be honest, probably not, because you know I record my podcast on a Tuesday." What's his name? Stephen Rue. Stephen Rue. Stephen. Anyway, then I wake up in the morning and. The news has already been, you know, pretty much put in the papers, and then I because see this the was Fletcher's Paul is it Paul Fletcher? Paul his Fletcher, the communications speech. minister. So yeah. his speech was released. Yeah, was and it obviously not under embargo? No, but the, <laughs> but his, his his press release came out at nine thirty officially. But bottom line, there was new by the Today Show. There was time, there was news that fibre was being rolled yeah. out to more homes, and this was a huge news for the NBN, and there was already talk of it being a backflip. And yes. I'm immediately on the phone going, well, I'll take that interview now, thanks. I mean, I didn't. I just yeah. thought you were releasing your corporate plan, which is just you know, yeah, right. you know, your plans oh, for so the next. You had it lined up. You hadn't done it. Had it in the can. You no. had it lined up for that morning. I didn't have anything lined up. Oh, 
I just I said uh, at ten o'clock. I said, "Listen, I'll, given how big the announcement is, yes, yeah, right. yes, please, I'd like to speak to him." Okay. Anyway, so it was a good chat, and I put that in the EFTM podcast. But it's a very interesting conversation because it is a huge announcement for the NBN, and this is the NBN. Every four or five years, they have to release a corporate plan, as any business does. But in in a government funded backed business like SBS, the ABC, mm-hmm. you have to put together a four or five it's, year plan. It's your roadmap. Isn't and it? and it, it talks about what you're going to achieve and what are your goals going to be and that kind of stuff. And in it, that's their way of setting out how their revenues are going to be and all that kind of stuff. And they've obviously talked about how they're going to borrow $4.5 billion on the private that's market. That's key, by the way. Yeah. But it's not taxpayer no, it's funded. Not taxpayer like the $51 funded. Billion was taxpayer funded. Correct. So the 4.5 is sort of private loan. It's not taxpayers from, paying yeah, it's, them it's, it's, that it's a money. corporate loan. Correct. And so they're going to a bank and they're $4.5 billion. Imagine, imagine the paperwork to, I mean, yeah, do you remember the paperwork to f- sign your mortgage and you think, gee, yes. that was bad? Yes. Imagine 4.5 Bs. It'd be solid. <coughs> so yeah. it's a big it's Do you a reckon big they borrow. got approval already? Or? Oh, I think they know. Do you reckon they're, they're good? <laughs> Are they good for it? They're good for it, I reckon they know. Okay. And, and so the plan here is to, by 2023, which is only three years away, to have 75% of the fixed line footprint which is, I don't know, 10.5 million odd homes, yep. fixed line. So we're not talking satellite, we're not talking fixed wireless. Right. But anyone who has a you know cable coming into the home of any sort... So can I just go through them here? Fibre to the curb. Fibre to the curb. Fibre to the node. Fibre to the node. HFC, HFC. fibre to the premises, that's counted under... That's already there. That's counted under the fixed line network. Right. Those four technologies are the fixed line network, as well as fibre to the basement. Let me stop you right there. Fibre to the node. Yep. Are they going to think, well, you know what, stuff the node, we're just going to go to everyone's house now? Or is it just going to go deeper into the street? So let me explain... Uh, each each of the technologies, as you mentioned, fibre to the premises is already is capable yes. of um, gigabit. Yes, HFC, the Foxtel the cable that I'm cable. using. Yep. Um, it's t- the technology of HFC and the the way they configure the network will be improved yep. so that my house and this office will be capable of one gigabyte. They'll they'll tweak it. They're not putting fibre into my yeah, house. They're going like to tweak the Correct. tweak it. Yeah. So that's two and a half million homes. Yes. there. Fibre to the curb, so Which your is what place. I've got. That technology doesn't. You don't need fibre into your house. They just need to tweak the network All to right. make sure. So that copper line from the pit to my house is still going to be there. Correct. So yep. no fibre. No. Right. Because mate, it's it's ten metres of copper. The, like so it, hang on a minute. It can carry. Gigabit. So they're not actually going to physically roll out new fibre in my street. No. To my house. Not at all. They're just going to flick a button somewhere. They're going to they're going to improve so the capacity f- of the network. They, Why do they need four and a half billion to do that? Because in the, in the 2 million homes yeah. that are covered under this plan by fibre to the node, ah, they're running more fibre. They're, they're the ones. So what's happening in, in let's say, suburb A um, has uh, three nodes in its suburb. There's fibre coming into the suburb and yep. it goes to these nodes and then the copper lines connect the houses. Yep. What they're going to do is they're going to run fibre from the nodes up along all the streets. So it becomes, all the it'll streets. become fibre to the curb. No. They're going to run fibre up all the streets. Right. It's just going to be sitting there. The fibre is just going to be there. And if Stephen Fennick lives in Suburb Bay yeah. and he's on fibre to the node and he's paying 60 bucks a month for 52 megabit speeds or something like that yeah. and he wants 200 or he wants 1,000, uh, yeah, they will right. come to your house yep. and they will run a fibre line into your home or really? to the curb. Oh, they'll be like the curb. They'll take the no. copper, won't they? No, not That's not, not fair. Not guaranteed. I, I've got fibre to the curb, and I'm, I've still got the copper there. You're getting gigabit. Who cares? Okay. But we'll still, it'll still be viable, my yes. connection, Yeah. to have and a if it's gigabit. Not, if it's not, if they'll not, make I'm it. still on whatever I'm on. No, but if it's not, they'll make it work. Okay. Okay? But it's only people right. that want it. So it's only people that are willing to sign up to the 250 meg plan or the 1,000 yeah. meg plan. That will that they Which will, will be put me. It to. I'll want that. Yeah. I'll want that. But your your whole area to flick of a switch. We've got right. to concentrate on the fibre to the node people here, right? Yeah, fibre to the node is the investment. That's the big patch. The, the big patch that's needed. Correct. Yeah. It's a huge deal yeah. because there's people getting 50 speeds. There's people getting 100 speeds. But there's also yeah. people getting 25. So what's the count? There's a lot of houses, eh, in that in that rollout. Correct. So altogether, it'll be is it is it eight million homes with fibre connect fibre related connection? In, in the end, yes. Right. Eight million in out of end, ten million. In uh, by 2023. Yeah. Three-year plan. So Some la- people said two-year plan, but it's three, isn't it? Well, it's by 2023. And some people said 3.5, so. and other people said 4.5. It's There's a whole lot of money being used. Part of it's being used in regional what, what's areas. What's a lazy billion things. here and there, Exactly. Right? What's a billion? Matter. Between Look, friends. I read everything that was written about this yesterday on every 
newspaper website, all the yep. all the people that like to talk about the NBN. Yeah, and Can anyone that guide, anyone that no anyone that was quoting <laughs> Kevin Rudd. Uh, as uh, apart from just embedding his, his tweet, tweet. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm happy to embed his tweet, but I'm not going to use him in quotes because he's a goose. <laughs> now, anyone that's quoting Mike Quigley, that's like, I yeah, mean, I, I, I don't know. That, yeah. That's just a really stupid it's like thing asking, to ask. It's like, it's like when, if Souths are winning or losing, asking Michael Maguire, the coach from three three coaches ago, what he thinks about it. Well, some, someone said to anymore. me, asking Mike Quigley for comment is like asking Jimmy Carter how to make America great. Um, so, <laughs> Fair call. You know, Fair look, call. The, but so you know the what? bottom line is, a yeah. lot of people were reporting it is, A, a huge deal for millions of Australians, yes. great, yes. and a backflip. Yes. But here's the thing. It's not a backflip at all. Yeah. It's it's best described as a forward roll, as I read it in the, in the forward Herald today. Roll. Yeah, good call. Because the big difference to Kevin Rudd's plan, Kevin Rudd was going to build it and they will come. Right? Yeah. So Kevin, Fibre from the get-go. Kevin Rudd was going to put fibre yeah. in the little old lady's place across the road from me. Yeah, whether she wanted it or not. Lovely Malcolm, who yeah, lives yeah. next to me, mate. He's got the internet, but he'll yeah, never yeah. need more than 25. Understand. He lives alone. Yes. Why would you spend $3,000, which is the average cost of putting fibre into someone's house, yeah. why would you spend that putting it into Malcolm's house if, yeah. if, if, if you're not going to make any money that's, back on it, right? But that's the point. So from a business perspective, yeah. they've gone, let's... Let's we'll we'll cop the couple of grand to yeah. put the put the put the fiber in, because Just we know we're going to make more money. We're going to make yes. more money. That's okay. what they're going to do. So and, and I understand. And then when when coalition won government in 2013, because the, the the budget back then, which was and at the time we're talking 2000 and what seven eight. Well, 2009, yeah. before the rollout started, yeah. 51 billion dollars. It was a lot of bread, taxpayer yeah. money back then, right? Yeah. A lot of bread. Yeah. Liberal coalition comes into power 2013. Yeah. So Malcolm, then communications minister Malcolm Turnbull goes, whoa, 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 hang on a minute. You want to go fibre where? Everywhere? And and, and do you reckon you're going to still do that for $51 billion? He hit the panic button. Or yeah. he, he pulled the handbrake. Because he's not Hard. an idiot. Okay. Well, look, look at who he is. He, he was, he's a, he's a got the bloody background good businessman and, and, he, yeah. and he started Aussie Started Aussie Mouth, so he knows his stuff. And, and, and he's, he's got a bunch of people yeah. around him who would have said, mate, and, and I've, I've got messages today from people who worked in the early stages of the fibre wallet. It was yeah. taken three to six months to do a suburb. Yeah. You remember, you've got to dig up every single driveway. Well, that was their part of the the reasoning for this patchwork approach because it was A, time, and Correct. B, money. Because we'd still be rolling out fibre in 2029 the way they were going. Yeah. But I'll <laughs> ask you this, though. $4.5 today, how much would it have cost... Back in when the labor the labor way, fifty one billion. I reckon that would have been ninety nine billion if they had kept I've, going. I've I've always said eighty billion was the number in my head. That okay. that's a whole lot of extra money. That's a that lot of that's a cost. lot of billions we've saved then mm. by by having a more Correct. tempered, a measured approach. Here's the thing that everyone missed yesterday. There's four point five million homes with fibre to the node. Mm. By twenty twenty three, two million of them are going to have 1,000 gigabit on demand if they want it. Yeah. The other 2.5 yeah. million homes have no option, zero upgrade, no plan. Yeah. Yeah? So there's a lot left. There's are you talking like the like wireless? No, no, no. Fibre to the node. All ah, right. So, so they're, they're just knocking. There's no improvement Let me them. be clear. There are 4.5 million homes with fibre to the node today. Yeah. Two million are going to get the option of fibre in the next three years. The other 2.5 million yeah. get nothing. What, no. nothing forever or nothing for no, now? Nothing for the next three, four years. Wow. They're not included in this plan. Okay. So when the when the NBN releases some sort of map or plan or whatever, yeah. people are going to log on and go, oh, I'm oh. not included. And I'm telling and you, when that happens in six months, all the journos who missed this yesterday are going to yeah. be going, oh, this is an outrage. Yeah. They announced it. They said 75% of homes. Yeah. The, one of the first questions I asked Stephen Rue was, who's the other 25%? Mm. And he goes, well, we can, we're only doing 2 million of the fibre to the node homes. But I think by then, oh, we're already seeing it now. Optus is doing it ready, 5G. I'm, I'm waiting for Telstra to offer 5G. When will they offer 5G home broadband? Will they ever do that, you reckon? I don't know. Oh, they'll just offer. Well, they want you to buy a mobile hotspot and pay. I guess so. a ton of money for data. But I think that's the saviour for the, those customers. I think it is, but it does. If, but that's not the point. The yeah, point yeah, is yeah. the NBN's being built for everyone. Yeah, they've and they've excluded still, them. Yeah. We've we've 
we've it's been always been argued the NBN is a case of haves and haves nots, right? So I've mm. I'm a have because I've got pretty good internet. Yeah. You know, there's people with fibre to the premises and they're they're massive haves, but there's 4.5 million have nots. The the gap between the have nots and the haves is quite low right now because because mm. the worst is 25 meg and the best is really 100 odd. Yeah. But in four years, it's going to be 25 up to a thousand. thousand. Yeah. So the gap is huge for those yeah. people. And Paul Fletcher was saying too that the if people don't want to change, if they're happy with their what they've got, then they don't have to get it. That's my point. So I mean, I just don't think everyone understands it properly yeah, no, enough. But, no, but right now, what you're saying, Rudd said Rudd's plan was okay. Little old lady or this pensioner who they're gonna have they're gonna have fibre to their doorstep, whether they use it or not, yeah. which is. The predictions kind of that I miss. read yesterday were that the NBN saw a calculation of they'll they'll have it available for two million homes. They're probably only going to have two hundred thousand to four hundred thousand actually signed up. Yeah. So they're not expecting. So like not everyone, everyone will get up. gigabit. Not everyone will want it. No. Yeah. Well, not like, everyone. Got to remember, I'm paying for two hundred and fifty meg speed at home. Yeah. I'm paying one hundred and thirty bucks for that. It's going to cost you more. Eh? It's yeah. not like you're going to say oh, I want more speed and you expect. I don't the even same know price. what a gigabit plan is worth, but it's probably yeah. I'm assuming two fifty or something a month. Two hundred. Oh, I would have. I would have said it's close to two hundred. Yeah. Mate, I'm, I'm telling you, that's past my budget. Oh, I'm. That's where I pull the. Pin. So you're on two fifty for what? One twenty. One thirty. One twenty nine. That's reasonable. I think so. so. What a gig would a gigabit then be? Two hundred bucks. Let's roughly. say it was two hundred. I I just don't see the. Need. Is that a, bit, a bridge too far? That's then? a bridge too far. Would you have a few offers here though? Yes. Right. Depending on the I up, would. I actually don't I know what the home. up is. Uh, is it? One, I don't know what the oh, up well, speed is. It'd want to be decent. It'd have to be at least fifty. Yeah, because I've I've got forty now with mine. What have you got? So you got smaller up over twenty five. Yeah. See, you got to remember the one hundred slash forty is old now. Yeah. That's a that's a got grandfathered <laughs> plan already. Yeah, because because they realised that that yeah. four. I've only had it a year and a half. So the way uh, mainly HFC works, but the way most of the technologies work is the the higher amount of upload you give, it kind of degrades the service of the download. Yeah. So what they did was they go right here. Yeah, let's just enhance the hundred okay. and make it twenty. Because people don't need the uploads, most people. So Not, that's yeah, why exactly, I still yeah. have a hundred here. Yeah. Because I want the forty upload. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, of course. But, you know, the other thing is they're, they're, this fibre rollout is also based around giving businesses access to fibre yeah. so that you can get um, asynchronous, which means I could probably, if they put fibre here, I could get 500 slash 500. Uh, 500 upload, you know? Yeah. So, that and those businesses... I noticed one of the suburbs was Botany, <coughs> which is not far from me. They'll charge a lot of money for those... Yeah. Um, asynchronous it's services, it's business, yeah. but it makes more money for them, which pays for this whole upgrade. Happy days. So, look, I... I think it's a great decision. I think it's a brilliantly smart decision in terms of extending yeah. the fibre network but not putting it in every home, only put it in the homes that need it or yeah, want it. Yeah, and, and look, we need this because I, I wrote a story. There was a report released a couple of months ago, a few months ago, where we were sort of nearing the completion of the, of, of the initial rollout and Australia, a report pointed out that more than 70% of customers would not have access to gigabit speeds yeah. while paying the third highest prices in the world. So this put us behind countries like Italy, Finland, Sweden, South Korea, Spain, and Singapore in terms of gigabit readiness. Well, yeah. Now that's going to put put pay to that, isn't it? It's well, going to solve that problem. We don't yet know why we need gigabit, but the fact is yeah. that we've had such an advance in the last couple of years that we need to be ready for that advance. But again, my point is, in 2024, yeah. when another pandemic hits, or we're still in this bloody <laughs> pandemic... You reckon? Um, and what's our reliance we'll still be on social the internet? Distancing, you reckon in twenty twenty three? There's no way we're travelling to America in twenty twenty one. What even all next year? You reckon you've ruled? Gone it out? to the dogs? Yeah, the, yeah, mate. Europe's gone. It's mate. Yeah, they're, second waves hitting. They're behind. gone worse now than they were yeah. six months ago. Yeah, I have like, to go to sunny Queensland. It's just not happening. Samsung will have their next launch in in, in Cairns or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go. To Apple Cairns. Will have a launch at Airs Rock. I'd, that'd be all right. Imagine that. Imagine Tim Cook out the front of Uluru with a big hey, screen mate, and everything. Why not? He'd have to go through 14 days of quarantine to oh, get well. in. Well, no, he'd be Tom Hanks, mate, straight in. Tom Hanks did 14 days of quarantine. Oh, did he? Yeah. In a hotel, in his own hotel, but... In their own choice of hotel, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. We watched oh. Castaway the other night. Good movie. With Jacko. Great movie. Yeah. Yeah, I liked really that movie. Really good movie, yeah. yeah. Bit of trivia with that one, mate. Okay. The guy who directed it, Robert Zemeckis, sure. same bloke who did Back to the Future. Of course. Um, <laughs> what happened with... Because you know how in the at the start... Um, Tom Hanks was normal. <laughs> what, what was his name in the movie? It was um, oh. Bob or Jay or some some short name. Anyway, he know, he yeah. looked like a normal like he normally does. Yep. But then he had to wait, you know, lose weight, grow a beard. So Is they it, took one year off 
Oh, so we, we were talking about this with yes. Jacko. We were like, oh, we think they did it the other way around. No, no, they did it. They filmed the first bit where the crash, he's on the island. Year off, he loses a bunch of weight, grows the beard. See, I would have thought it would have been a whole lot easier just to have him grow a beard, lose know, some no, weight. But then they've got to wait for him to put the weight on. Like, it's... That's easy. No, nah, well, <laughs> trust me. No, because Robert Zemeckis directed, obviously, did Castaway. Yeah. Then he took a year off and made the film What Lies Beneath with Harrison Ford, Michelle Pfeiffer. Great movie. And then he came back and did the second half of uh, Castaway. Yeah. And um, yeah, that, that, that is a really cool. A lot, lot of, uh, if you've watched it a few times, there's a lot of symbolism in the movie mm. that you miss out on. There, there's a. Um, do you remember that that package that he, he yeah, kept, the wings, yeah. kept it all the time? Did you notice the woman at the end, who yeah. that was? No. That package. Remember the woman who said, "Oh, you look, you look like you're yeah, a lost." That's, that's the woman from the from the ranch. Yeah. That's the woman. I oh, know, but but the package was yeah. for her. It well, was. Yeah, that's it ob- was. That's obvious. You see the symbol on the box. He sees the symbol. Yeah, but he'd but just it, been to visit. He'd just been at her house. And well, then no, drove he, back. he was on. He saw her just near the end. Yeah, but it was and the alternate end. Two minutes yeah. after, two minutes after he yeah. into her house, it was very clear that that was yes. her. Very cool. I just cool, can't believe cool he didn't movie. run after her. Yeah, well, idiot. Who knows? Castaway too, mate. You never know what it's kind a bit of late. <laughs> anyway, Good movie. We digress. And so you watch that with with your son. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we're trying to find some a... sort of there's some disturbing bits in that. The plane crash in that was really. I'm thinking. The depictions of plane crashes in movies, some of them really do, they really nail it and think, holy hell, that was that was one of them, I thought. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I I've, I look back on it and go, right now, you'd want to remake parts of that. Like, a lot of the green screen was, wasn't that great. You reckon, yeah. Yeah, there's bits of it that where you go, geez, we've come a long way. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, oh, it's, it's really good. over a water bottle. Onto Whoopsie. a power adapter. Whoopsie. But uh, no, good show. Castaway, no, Tom good. Hanks and Robert Zemeckis, director, bloke who did Back to the Future okay. and who won an Oscar for uh, Forrest Gump. Oh. He was the best director Oscar for Forrest Gump. There you go. Yeah. Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, if you haven't pre-ordered a console, <laughs> good luck because <laughs> Sony, it went nuts last week. I think, what, the last 15 minutes, pre-order's gone. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't long. And there, then, there was some... Uh, the best I heard was that, you know, if you went for like a niche, like an outright console, it was very hard. But if you went for like the Spider-Man bundle and stuff, there was some stock of different things. Yeah, yeah. Maybe an hour or so later. But, but yeah, but it that, was gone I, pretty I liked how Sony thought, okay, we announced later, but we're going to have our pre-orders first. Yeah. And then Xbox announced earlier and then had pre-orders later. Yeah. So, so Which puts a lot of pressure on on Microsoft, yeah. don't you reckon? It's like Sony sells if out. If they don't sell it, if we don't sell yeah. out, we're going to look bad. Yeah. Well, you know what? Initially, I thought, I thought Xbox had already had their pre-orders when when the, it was announced, and I'm thinking, wow, Xbox must be feeling bad that they're not sold out. And then I realised they hadn't even right. started their pre-orders yet. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I assumed, like Sony, they just had the pre-orders the day of the announcement. But wow, there was, there was a bit of an expression of interest, but that's about it. Um, but it, it's but the situation <coughs> is this, like, and I'm wondering, thinking out loud here, did did Microsoft's announcement? Was it like a week and a half before Sony's? Did that kind of force Sony's hand, <coughs> you reckon? Because I, I do what think I, my so, theory yes. is that Sony, they, they were called out. Microsoft said November 10, they went, oh, God, we, we need to make an announcement. We're not going to have enough stock. <coughs> We're gonna, yeah. We'll hope in mid-December or whatever. Because you've got to remember, Microsoft had the Series X, but then they revealed the Series S, yeah. which was their you know affordable version, but it's not really fully next-generation console. Yeah. And so I think Sony have gone, well, we'll show them. Before their pre-orders, we'll announce our pricing and we'll announce our all-digital console, which is only 600 bucks, $150 less for the all-digital. Yeah. I reckon if you're wavering, that might have helped. But in the end, in reality, do you reckon yeah. anyone who's a pre-order person for a brand-new console doesn't know exactly what they want? Like, of course. You're not, yeah, I don't think you're getting customers no, from I'm one not, or the other. What I'm saying, though, is that did Sony, <coughs> they, they, they sold out pretty quick. But yeah. Would they have been better prepared if they had announced later? If they had a chance to make more stock, like I'm hoping and hoping, I've I've been contacted by so many people saying, "Do you know anyone Sony? I need, I want yeah. to get a pre-order." Um, will they make it with more stock before Christmas? There because will, the, the call is that they're not. There will be more stock, but it will be bugger all pre, pre, pre-order. No, like, no, it will be. It'll just be because yeah. what sprinkled around. what they don't want. What the, what sorry? What they need is that in-store rush. For just yeah. for vision, let alone anything else. Yeah, there will be like two thousand consoles for JB Hi-Fi, like two per you store or something. That all? 
Do you know what I mean? Like there'll be it'll be yeah. such a small number. Wow. There might be ten but per store, but it'll be yeah. not enough to meet People will a be day's demand, yeah, right? Right. So I'm confident that late November there'll be some form of stock. Yeah. But if you're listening to this right now yeah. and you wanted one for Christmas for little Johnny or for yourself or whoever, um, and you didn't get a pre order, you are going to need a sleeping bag, a pillow, yeah. and an alarm because there's yep. going to be a day where you're going to have to sleep on the street. Or, or a balaclava. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> you know, it's unlikely you're going to get one. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping, this is the positive thing thinking coming out of me mm. that Sony will have a, they'll sort of get their act together and get make a lot more what, stock you don't think they're already to, making as well, many as they could I know I, I don't know I hope they are I hope that they're they get a rush on they, and can they get would more be building every single one yeah. they, they could and there's not much more they can do other than you know allocate because remember the problem is we're thinking oh it's a big drama JB's EB's games when they're all sold out that mate we're a Drip in the ocean compared to America yeah, exactly. and Europe. Yeah, exactly. And they'd be having the same dramas and funny, there. Funny about that, Europe for PlayStation anyway. Europe are a week later than us. Right. We're we're in the first wave. It's us, us, the US, UK, um, and South Korea and Japan, and the rest have to wait till the following week. Right. Yeah. Uh, I. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, if, if you listen Australia, to you, US, you one, Japan, Canada, Mexico, New Zealand, South Korea, November twelve, rest of the world, November nineteen. That's all of Europe. Mm. November November nineteen is for them. We yeah, right. Oh well, we're lucky. Yeah, we're in the first wave. I mean, there must. Be, how many do you reckon they sell in this pre-order? In Australia, in Australia, yeah. yeah. Oh, easily, yeah, yeah, easily hundred thousand. Think about that money. Yeah. Isn't that amazing yeah. amount? Times that by seven hundred and forty nine. Shot in the arm well, for retail sales. Yeah, and then yeah, you add Microsoft it. to that, and they yeah. had the same drama. Sold out in the first bundle. So that's great. And the second bundle. So EB Games had you know their their because there's there's two lots of stock for Microsoft. I don't know if it was the same for Sony. The first one was you know launch day stock. So you're going to get it on day one, and the yep. second. Um, wave of, of orders, which happened, I think, at midday, four or three or four hours later, was for the second wave of stock, which won't come on day one. It'll uh, be there a week or maybe two after. Yeah, right. So they've essentially, you know, staggering maybe so out. Maybe you'll do that too. <clears throat> maybe. Yeah, wow. Well. But isn't it amazing? Like the amount of... And I, I think there's more people buying them too. I I think that there's a part of this that you could say, oh, they didn't plan for it well enough. Okay, fine. But there's also a part where they go, maybe more people are buying than they expected because... Yeah. They didn't realise back a year ago or six months ago when they did the planning that even in the in the pandemic there'd be people with money. See, yeah. there's this whole perception that everyone's going broke. Yeah. And my heart goes out to anyone who's struggling and suffering or is out of work because of the pandemic. But if the unemployment rate is ten percent, at worst fifteen percent, there's still eighty percent of people yeah. in their normal jobs earning the same amount of money. And yeah, trust sure, me, sure. they're not spending as much money. Because they're not going to restaurants, yeah. they're not travelling, they're not doing holidays. But so I, I people that too, were going to go to Europe next year have gone, yeah. oh, we'll just get a bloody PlayStation. Absolutely. But also, too, I think it's reinforced, <coughs> I reckon, during the pandemic, they've probably played more games. They're thinking, yeah. how good's this? We, we, I didn't realise how fun this was. They've got time to play it now. Yeah. And they're thinking, oh, got to get the PlayStation 5. That's why I reckon the increased demand as well. Yeah. Apart from your core, I reckon the people who are logging on first thing in the morning were your core customers. But there would have been a lot a lot of other people thinking, yeah, oh, well, I want to get it too. Yeah. That, are, that have been motivated to get it. Because yes. they've been on the joystick for quite a while over during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> on the controllers. It's it's going to so be a play, massive. Are you Christmas. more Xbox or PlayStation? We would play more Xbox than PlayStation. Really? I think yeah. I'm a PlayStation man. See, I play PlayStation. If I'm playing Far Cry, I'm yeah. on the PlayStation. You like that game, eh? Far love Cry. It. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's like an open world. Open you just go world, do what you want. Just go and snipe people. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> or drive around, fly. Around. You can get in a helicopter yeah, and fly. Yeah, yeah I'm. Um, uh, I'm on. I, I, by the way, I played the um, the alpha of Cold War. Yeah. Black Ops Cold War multiplayer, yeah, it was good. Yeah, great. Three maps and just smashed it over the weekend. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> really cool. <laughs> so I'm still smashing Modern Warfare, though. Loving that. You are a nerd. Yeah. Call of Duty, yeah. Cold War. Black Ops Cold War. I saw on on YouTube there was a, a level. They showed a level like um, being played on the PlayStation 5, and it was de- absolutely jaw-dropping. I'm I'm thinking I cannot wait to play this game. It looked amazing. Okay. Great action and it was incredible. Who wins the console wars though this Christmas? Uh, but I reckon 
PlayStation has the edge there. I yeah. reckon they've got a Why? few more exclusive games right. and big, bigger franchise games. I don't know. Do you think... And I Microsoft reckon PlayStation 5, buy a nose. Buy a nose. Yeah. They've always reckon? been slightly ahead, though. Maybe. Um... Oh, I think that's probably true. Game you Pass know is going to encourage Xbox, though. Game Pass, that's big. You know, you can get the console and the plan. Oh, and all access. All access, sorry. Yeah. No, well, that's existed, but I just don't think Telstra promoted it well enough. I think they, I think Telstra did the deal for that a year and a half ago yeah. in advance of this whole thing happening, right? Um, PlayStation haven't got that, either. You can't get the no, console see, on a plan. I was just going to say, PlayStation wins, in my mind, because they've got the $600 option, right? They're all digital. Yeah. Whereas the Xbox cheap version is just the current Xbox in a new skin. Yeah. But, you know, 44 bucks a month with Telstra to get an Xbox pretty Series good. X. That's pretty good. Is it 40, 48 or something? Like 40 something, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That's compelling. I'd put I'd put money into that ahead of gigabit internet. Will those people get it on, on if they sign up to the Game Pass? Will I, they get it? I would it? assume, like every other retailer, they got an allocation and there'll be uh, some that will go on out on I day wonder, one. Yeah. I wonder. We'll have to because get that's out. how it works. I yeah. um. I thought that, you know, JB ring up and go, we need 10,000 or we need 100,000 or whatever. <laughs> but at Microsoft and PlayStation, they say you're getting this many. Yeah. It's like, I think it's like Apple with the iPhone. They go, Telstra, how many do you want? Yeah, you're going to get this many. Yeah. Optus. We yeah. don't care how many you think yeah, yeah. you're going to we'll get. We'll tell you how this much. Is, yeah, exactly. We'll tell you how much. So let us know. Uh, hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. Are you, uh, you, what are you buying? PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X? Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we do it all thanks to good people at Netgear. And if you are like me and you have far too many devices in your home, I'm up to 65 um, at different times of the day, then uh, then you need the latest and best Wi-Fi possible, and that's Wi-Fi 6. The Netgear Orbi Wi-Fi 6 uh, is out now and is genuine future-proofing for your home and your network. Um, this is an investment in, in your network because you're getting the ability to connect, as I said, 60-odd devices. Um, there's an RBK752, which will connect 40-odd devices. Both of them will, and your current network will connect 60 devices, but will it efficiently do that? When your cameras, your doorbell, your... Uh, your smart home products, your light bulbs, let alone your phones, your Netflix and all those other things are connecting. How well are they connecting and how uh, efficient is your is your network? Wi-Fi 6 is efficient, fast and great range. That's what you get with the Orbi Wi-Fi 6. Full details are up now at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Oh, it feels weird. This feels like really old news. Go we did a... We did a show so early last week that we kind of missed the well, yeah. the GoPro embargo. Oh, I think we recorded the day before the embargo. That's right. We? Yeah, we, well, we recorded then, on yeah. the Wednesday at the yes. app for the Apple event, and yep. the GoPro embargo was Thursday. But we'd had the GoPro Hero 9 for a good week or two beforehand. Yes. Uh, and you can see uh, at techguide.com.au and at eftm.com our videos, which show you exactly we what we did. together. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it was great. It was a really smart move because the problem with a GoPro event is they show you this footage, and you've all seen it on YouTube, blokes on wingsuits and mountain bikes and skiing. Yeah, and it's like surfing. and How does Trevor Long... Fat bloke from, um, you know, Sydney, understand how good a GoPro is, right? And I remember last year, I did three things. I took the GoPro, I sat it on um, Jackson's helmet when he was yeah. playing a, a fun game of baseball, not a pr- proper one, but just a yep. mark around game. and got a bit of sense of what it was like when you were running. Um, I put it on a remote-controlled truck and, yeah. and drove around with it. And the other one was because of horizon leveling. I just stood here in the office and showed it how it didn't twist. That's about as much as I could do. Yeah. So they gave us a rock crawler, which is the same kind of remote-controlled truck with GoPro stickers and everything all over. It looks sick. Yeah, it, was, it was fully, fully specked with up. The, with the GoPro mount on the top already, strapped the GoPro on, yeah, and great. we went smashing into each other and riding around <laughs> a park in La That was La really Peru's. good footage. To it's be good, honest, good it was footage. great fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was the most yeah. fun I've had for a little while yeah. um, in terms of any you know, events we've been a to. Great, a great way to demonstrate it. And it was just you, me, and the dude from GoPro, wasn't yeah. it? And um, we were just hooning around just and Demolition around. Derby. It's it was, just, uh, you know, the footage is fantastic. It is so, really good. Yeah. You know, but it, look, it's um, it's got a bigger screen on the back. It records in 5K. Stabilisation and all the different features are better. But the two things I want to point out are front screen, big tick, about bloody time, two years overdue, DJI did it on the Osmo Action, and it's a smart move because when, yep. you, when you're vlogging or you set it up in a car or whatever, you can just see if you're in shot That's smart. without having to pair yeah. the app and all that other you, rubbish. You said Osmo had that two years yeah. ago, whatever that was. But, but, but yeah, but uh, an Osmo is not a GoPro, though, is it? No, GoPro, GoPro, and, the, and this for the, is also bigger than last year's model. Well, that was the, other, that was the second point I was going to make. It's, it's yeah. clearly heavier. 
Yeah. And it's chunky. Biggest screen on the back. And it, so if you've got the mods from last year, just stick with last year's model. Well, that's the problem I've got with it going bigger is everything I've got from... I, yeah. I drove to Canberra and was doing car video and I couldn't use any of the mods. I had to use the, the 8 still yeah. because all the microphone mods and stuff don't work. So... Look, but the light, the light mod would still work. Okay, so that goes in the hot shoe. The light mod. There's no hot shoe. On the, on the GoPro, on the mod. On the new mod, are you talking about? Or, or the old mod? Well, you've got to have the mod. Yeah, I understand. But if you if you say you've got the light for the mod. Oh, yeah, year, yeah. I'm just talking the, about the, the, the actual body. The, the mod, body, which mod, is mod, the, yeah. the, the most expensive and yeah. basic part, yeah. is completely new. Because it's taller, thicker, fatter, yes. wider. Every dimension is bigger yeah. um, and heavier. And that's because bigger screen and better battery. Yeah, 30, way better battery. Better battery. Hyper smooth three massive improvement even over last. Remember, we were before the event. We were thinking, oh, it's got to be the Hero Nine, and we went okay. And then we were thinking, what the hell can that can be better? Yeah. How can this be better? Well, how do you improve? And it was better all over. It was the screen. It had the hyper smooth time warp three which is pretty cool. Did you have that on your video? The oh, I did do a little quick, we did one. quick one yeah. down at the park and. Um, that, that was pretty cool. But, but I'm also, going away this weekend and I'm going to try yep. a couple of the other features which are the kind of scheduled time lapse yeah. and night time lapse. Yes. You know, as a man who's invested in a shed literally for his telescope. Correct. Um, which is just, oh, I showed Amanda a photo of you and your shed and said, listen, <laughs> you can't bag me for anything now. This bloke's built a shed for his telescope. For his scope, yeah. So my little observatory. How you got that past the wife, I don't know. Mate, Does she think what? the mower's in there? No. She knows the deal, mate. She knows the deal. In fact, I built it. On my own, it's like it was a. It's a Keter. Brad's a band. K K. The brand is K E T E R. Keter Bunnings. And it's uh, no, no. I had to order it online. Bunnings Jeez. never had it in stock. I had to order it uh-huh. from another company, and it's it's resin. It's not it's not you know the tin shed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's full resin, weatherproof. It's got its own little plastic floor on it. And uh, my son built a beautiful little wooden platform for it. I painted it to match the match the thing and. And there's plenty of room in there for a little desk and my scope and all the stuff a I'm going to store in there. Yeah. How big's the shed? No, it's like two meters by one meter. What are you going to put on the desk? Well, normally when it, when I what the reason I have got the, that shed there is so that when I want to use the scope, I got to carry it out of the shed yeah. like three meters to where I got to sit it. Mm-hmm. Currently, it was upstairs in the house, and I had to come downstairs, and it was just a pain in the you know what. So I thought. I'm going to store everything in there. I've got a little fold-out table, so I've got my laptop connected to the camera that's connected to the telescope, and and it's a it's a fair bit of fair bit going on. I've got Is my enough iPad room in there. there for a cot, mate. So if you're in a bit of drama, you can sleep Maybe, out there. Yeah, possibly, <laughs> literally, dog possibly. out. How do you keep Ziggy and Zaggy out? No, they're all right. They're, they they uh, their beds are up on the deck, so they're fine. But that's no, good. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, how we get onto that. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> the night Astro, mode. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Night mode, oh, uh, which I will f- use by the way. There'll be a nice way to do some star trails. It'll be really cool it, for that. It, I think it's. It, I yeah. think they've done a very good job of enhancing every feature. Yeah. While also you know making it better. So the five K video recording, for example, mm. you're like, what the hell do you need five K for? Well, here's the thing. I recorded in 5K and I had this one kind of over the shoulder in the car and while I thought the other camera was out of shot, it wasn't. It was just on the edge. Well, man, it's 5K. Yeah. Cropped so to crop, 4K. Cropped in. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. still 4K. Even you crop it into HD, it's, you've still got a good... Hey, go. You could make four shots out of it in yeah, HD. Yeah, it's really so good. Yeah. there's a lot more options for you in 5K yeah. and, and, Smart. It, and it looks... Looks great, and plus, there's now this this mod situation where you can max mod. You can take the lens off, put another. Yeah. I don't fully understand that max mods thing. Yeah, it speaking gives of you not, new speaking features. of not understanding, <clears throat> no. What's the go with their subscription? So it's six nine nine, right? Six ninety nine ninety five. If you subscribe, uh, for, if you want to just buy it, but if you subscribe to GoPro Plus, which is seventy bucks a month, a year, or eight bucks, eight seven fifty a month, the camera. You can get for five fifty nine ninety five, so you spend seventy and you save one hundred and forty dollar discount. So here's my thing with that: I want to know whether the software or the camera doesn't work in the first year. When you, if, like, what if you cancel <laughs> your subscription? How do they know you've paid? How? Yeah. Do, because you, I think you, you, that's only available if you go to a retail I think store. It, is that for it's an only available? Subscription? Yeah, it's only available online. Right, ah. so I think you've got to pay up front for the for the subscription, yeah. right? And then you order your camera, and and your camera comes with it, right? Yeah. So you can't get that price at JB. I'm gonna look at it right now. How does JB Hi-Fi compete when it's 150 yeah. bucks cheaper on the GoPro well, website? They won't. Yeah, they, I'm, they gonna, won't. I'm gonna hit. I'm on the GoPro site now. Shop, I'll go to JB. Shop now. All right, I'm hitting shop now. 
five fifty. Hang on. The hang on plus Hero Nine plus subscription. Yep, is five fifty nine ninety five. Includes one year subscription. This is my point. It includes it's a it. hundred and fifty dollar discount. What? And it includes a see this this whole thing has been so oh, poorly communicated. No, 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 no. Hang on a minute. Hold the phone, mate. Because you've got to pay for there's it. There's two options here. Right. Hero Nine Plus bundle. Yeah, but that's the, that's the, the one with the, with the, what we've got. Yeah. So you'll get the the stick. You get the extra battery. You get some other mounts. That's six fifty nine. Which includes the gosh, you see, it includes a one year subscription or or seven ninety nine ninety five without subscription. What is see, going how on? How does the six? How does the six forty nine? How does the five forty nine actually wow. include the subscription? It. So that's that's a five four nine product includes a seventy dollar product, right? And here's the thing. Look at this. The JB Hi-Fi retail price is five nine nine. Oh, five nine six nine nine. Really? Yeah. So the MSRP manufacturer suggested a recommended retail ah. price is is six nine nine, but it's actually only five nine nine. But and and that just is just for the camera. That's just the camera, mate. You'll be a mug not to get the subscription as well, as long as you've got a diary note to cancel your subscription after a year. You think so? Should we read the terms and conditions here? Um. So no. would it say that? Would it say that? It says one year subscription. So okay. You know, you've paid right, for the okay, subscription yeah, up front. It says here for. Uh, end of the initial U-turn, but kept a camera. In the event that you cancel your subscription before the end of the initial year before term, the, yes. but keep your camera, you'll continue to receive all the benefits of the GoPro subscription for the full annual term of your subscription. So if you've paid for it with subscription and cancel it, you still get all the benefits till the end of that year. <laughs> However... If you return your subscription within this 14-day period, you will fall below this threshold for eligibility for this offer and we will reduce any applicable refund owned owed to you by the full retail price of the camera and reserve the right to charge your payment method for any remaining balance owed to GoPro. Here's my point. Go to JB Hi-Fi. It's less confusing. Yeah, but it makes no sense. So if you, but if you if you don't mind paying your yearly subscription, so that means in a year you're going to pay another seventy bucks. You don't you have don't, to. No, hang on a minute. But if you buy, you don't have to. Yeah, it's only one year subscription. Yeah, they're saying you if can, you cancel, you cancel it's it in five months. Yeah, in, yeah, within but that time. It, I just, mate, it's the dumb, wow. dumb, dumbest thing I've ever heard. Wow, literally dumbest pricing ever <laughs> for an unbelievable product. It is. It is hard to believe. That almost sounds too good to be true. You're thinking, hang on a minute. So. Because I, let's you're be going to give it to me cheaper if I click the and, subscription box. And you're going to give me and a subscription that would normally cost $70. Wow. I've spent the whole week on the radio saying it's five forty nine plus the 70 bucks. That's including the 70 bucks. Well, this is my point. It's so <laughs> badly articulated. Mate, do you reckon they were on the wacky tobacco that Mate, week? Mate, I what? think they live on, on drugs. <laughs> Come on. There's no way. It's like to work at JB Hi-Fi, you have to have a piercing or a tattoo. Is that right? To work at GoPro, you've got to, you've got to fail you a need, drug you test. You need to be a surfer. You've got to, you've got to fail a drug test. Oh, come on. <laughs> Trevor said that, by the way. Not <laughs> address, address any legal correspondence to EFTM. <laughs> What's your mobile number again? <laughs> wow. I just, mate, it's wow. a bit cons- oh, It's just strange. Anyway, it's a okay. great camera. Buy it at whatever price you yeah, want to. Yeah. Um, it's good. It is good, though. Very, very nice camera. I'm, I'm literally over it. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Radio, radio, Bose, Bose. What 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 comes into your mind when I say these words to you? Bose sleep buds. Failed. Discontinued. Correct. That's the very first thing I thought of when I wrote my story about the sleep buds too. Uh, I noise uh, masking earbuds. Yeah. A year, uh, it's almost a year to the day after they were discontinued. The reason they were discontinued is because they didn't meet company standards. In other words, there was a problem with the power, like you could charge, it would suddenly lose power, wouldn't hold charge. So I remember it being an unbelievably well announced thing. Normally, like for let's let's clear, they didn't um, recall it. 
They just discontinued it and yeah. offered a refund to anyone who wanted to send them back. Yeah. It, w- it was literally them saying, guys, we've looked at this product, which we've had out now for a year or so, yeah. um, and you know what? We've had enough complaints about it, and we've tried to fix those those things, but we don't feel we've, we've adequately fixed them, that we think you should send them back. We, yeah. we, we don't think they meet our standards, yeah. and you should send them back, and we'll give you money back. Yeah. That's what they said. That's remarkable for yeah. any company, right? It is. It's, it's honest. And I never expect... Like, you would have thought if you worked in the Sleep Buds team, you would have been on Seek.com the next day, <laughs> right? That's going to be discontinued. That's never yeah. going to be back. But they're back with a second version. It's amazing. Yeah, they've... they've, they've Good well, on well, them. You, but you know what? The, the What's the saying? You learn more from your failures than your successes. You know, you, you learn more from mistakes than from... Yeah. Went from winning, um, so I think they they just went back to the drawing board. Don't and know, they really thought, can't can't do that measurement because <laughs> I've only ever failed. Okay, but here's the thing with these, and and these are designed. To, everyone thinks, oh, they look like earphones. I'm going to p- stream my music through yeah. them. No. That's not that's not how they work. John Farnham has never masking. been heard through the Bose sleep buds. <laughs> noise masking earbuds. So this is they play like a like a track. Yep. There's 35 different tracks available. Yeah, and they they're meant to mask things like if you've got a partner that snores or loud neighbours or barking dog or traffic, and they're meant to not be noise cancelling, but to have a sound that is sort of more soothing and masking. They're, the other they're there to help you get to sleep and also help you relax, help you stay asleep. And yeah. and, and the re- I think the relaxation thing is new for them. They've added more tracks that basically you can just sit on your lounge and wear them just to chill as opposed to actually go to sleep. But here's what I like about, you know, Bose is kind of like they're Apple-like in their attention to detail. Yeah. They're, they are just 6.3 millimetres deep. So that means that when you're wearing them, it avoids any irritating contact when your head is resting on a pillow, even if you're on your side. Mm. And it has an anti-friction coating that masks each enclosure so you avoid any squeaking against fabric. So if you're sleeping in these and you're rolling around, they're not going to make a noise if they rub against your pillow or anything like that. So that's they've they've gone to that. Who's length. listening out for that? But if if look, I wouldn't want to wear something that is going to a be protruding out of your ear and be uncomfortable, yeah. and it might fall out during the night, and it would be annoying if you if you rub up against. I'm going to have to listen to some of the tracks because I'm just not sure that I could put up with just their selection of yeah. calming music. Doesn't the the app has the? I thought the app only offers fourteen tracks. 14 I read noise the press saying 35 tracks because okay. I think it includes the relaxation tracks now. Ah, there you go. Yeah. So, uh, and, and they've also already done sleep studies with them too. They had two different Breaking uh, news, they work. Yeah. Well, imagine, Colorado. imagine they come in and go, we got a new, got a new product, they're awesome. Sleep studies yeah. showed they didn't work. But Study found 100% yeah. of participants confirmed the noise masking technology worked to cover the common disturbances and 76% said it helped them stay asleep Eighty-five percent said it helped them fall asleep faster. I don't need help falling asleep. Me neither, mate. Oh, man, I'm head neither. down, gone. Does your wife? Does your wife? Does she? Is she normally no. asleep when you're in bed, or is she a bit of she a? She takes. She's always. Is she a very delicate, bed, like a light late. sleeper? Or? Yeah, really. Yeah. So you got to tiptoe into bed. Yep. And if you wake her up, it's, it's trouble. Yeah. Yeah, I get. She hears me. Just have a shower in the morning. It's really annoying. I get the same. So yeah. what can I do? I got to tread lightly. I said. Uh, she said, "Can you walk a bit more?" Like, She's like, "You wake me up again this morning." She said, walk I'll ring and see if we can get the Today Show put in the afternoon. <laughs> you know, see how that rates. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just you yeah. can't win. But I yeah, can. I, I learned um, that I, what do I do is. Can I? Oh, hang on. Yeah. Do you tiptoe into bed? Are you a tiptoe? No. You just walk. You just go. Walk. I'm, I'm coming out. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm just. It's like Jerry. I'm he goes. I'm quietly. I'm coming back. I'm, I just walk quietly. Yeah, I, I kind of try to tread lightly, you know. But normally, no. Normally, Joe's I'm not a, solid I'm not stomping around. That's no. For sure. I understand. Yeah. But but mate, I can put my head down. You know what I can do? I can fake sleep, and then I'll actually what? fall asleep. What? Just close your eyes. Just close my eyes, and then if I'm at that point where I've decided I'm going to sleep, and someone comes to the door and goes, "Hey, Dad," da, 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 I'll just go. I'll just ignore him. Oh. And I will actually fall asleep. Okay. Yeah. You know, I got no drama. I tricked so. myself. It's been a while since one of my children came to our came to <laughs> yeah, knocked yeah, on the door yeah, true, true. at night. No, no one's <laughs> having nightmares or scared of thunder. And, and it's, uh, yeah, no. We're pretty good there. So yeah, I, I'm normally got Ziggy and Zaggy. What's your, what's upstairs. your <laughs> Actually, I found Ziggy upstairs the other night. A little boy. I was out in the backyard with the scope. Joe had gone to bed, and you know and he's gone. Oh, you know Dad's out barrier? with the scope. You know, a little barrier. Yeah. We're putting in the door. Yeah. Joe didn't put it up. 
And Logan. Blame, just Logan's, throw Joe under the bus. Logan's in the backyard barking at Pretty sure you right. were the last one through, mate. You had a scope? No, well, no, I was outside with the scope. Joe had gone to bed. She didn't put the barrier After up. After the thinking, point of view, went out with the scope? Yeah. Okay. And I'm right. thinking, where, where's Ziggy gone? Yep. And like Logan's just running around like in, in his bed or in the backyard with That's me. That's Zaggy for people. And then, and then Ziggy, I'm thinking, where's he gone? I've gone upstairs. There he is, laying there, sitting next to the bed on the floor. Yeah. Joe's fast asleep, TV on upstairs. <laughs> I think, come on, mate, come down again. Why well, can't yeah. he sleep up there? No, because he's got to, he needs to go and do his stuff during the night, mate. He's got to go and water some plants and stuff. He can't, he's a big dog. <laughs> He's got a bed. He's got he's old got man. He's got old man sleeping nah, habits. Well, do, well, you know what? Joe is a genius. Joe goes, okay, let's go do go in the backyard, and she goes, okay, let's go do a wee. And both dogs walk to the backyard and go boop and sit there and do a wee, and then come back in the house again. So it's like it's like trained them. <laughs> Pretty good. You're helping me decide never to have a dog. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, no dramas going to sleep. I'm uh yeah I'm a head on the pillow. Boom. I'm yeah. Out. Excuse me. Uh, you know what's called? You know what that is. The sleep of the innocent. <laughs> hard-working men without, that are honest, hard-working people, sleep of the innocent. So the days that I struggle to sleep, it's, it's, the, uh, it's the, no. the skeletons in the closet no. waking I don't know. me. I don't Is that know. what you're saying? That's, but, mate, 99% of the time you sleep good, don't you? Yeah, it's the 1% that's... Okay. It's the there 1% of regrets in life that keep me you awake. Reckon? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe just get over that part. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech are sponsored by our friends at Arlo. Arlo Smart Home Products provide award-winning innovation in home security. And earlier this year, they released the Pro 3 Floodlight Camera, which I've got at home. It's fantastic. Which features their award-winning Pro 3 Camera together with a floodlight that is two to 3,000 lumens in brightness. You've seen how bright this is. You could you could put a Broadway show on with this, <laughs> with this light. Yep. It's strong enough to brightly illuminate your property, driveway, or even if you've got a big backyard with dark corners corners to improve visibility so you can see what's lurking in the dark. It's wire-free, which gives you greater flexibility so you can mount it anywhere on your property, wherever you need extra light and extra security. Very easy to install and mount yourself. I even did it myself. That's how easy it is. Few easy steps. Doesn't <laughs> need You don't need to connect it to a power outlet too because it's wireless. So there's no need to pay extra for an electrician. So with the floodlight, you can have security at its brightest and it's $449 at major national retailers. Arlo, protect and connect. What matters most to you? For more information, go to arlo.com. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. I've got a very important review. The um, iPad 8th generation. It's the same except faster and it's cheaper. <laughs> Mate, you can you pull got? off a minute review in your bloody life. Is that all you got? I've just done a 10-second review. Well, you know what? It's faster, I, I cheaper, <laughs> and exactly the same in every other way. I took a bit more of a t- sort oh, of different yeah. look at Stephen it. Stephen works harder. I, t- <laughs> I took a different approach with this one, okay, Trev. Okay, yeah, sure. And it, was, and it was actually, this is a real conversation I had with a friend of mine. Okay. She was in the market for a new iPad, and and the question that she asked me was that, oh, now that the eighth generation is out, is out will the seventh gen be cheaper? Fair question. And my, my answer reply was, well, you know, as a matter of fact, the eighth gen is actually cheaper. Yeah. 499 starting price compared to 529 for Gen 7. So I said, you might as well just get the new iPad. She hasn't she hasn't bought an iPad for five years. She's yeah. had the same Which iPad. I think is a lot of people's situation. Yeah. So for us, like your review of thinking, oh, it's fast, it's a little bit fast, it looks the same. That that's that's us. what about your flipping like <laughs> his, uh, blah, blah. I put a lot of effort in, mate. I let I me let, here's good. here's how much effort good. I put in. Yeah. The four G model is two grams heavier than the seventh generation. Wow. You can read a chart the really Wi Fi well. only model Seven grams heavier. Wow. What is happening so with Wi-Fi that is chip? heavier than 4G. Correct. Holy hell. These it's, uh, questions are being asked. breaking research. Tim Cook's like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. But in the case of my friend, whose iPad was five years old, mm-hmm. there's one thing she never seen before on an, on, on an iPad is uh-huh. a retina display. She's yeah. now got a retina display. Yep. Three pin connector to connect a smart keyboard. She had this crappy old Bluetooth keyboard that she kept forgetting to charge. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. Right? Um, and and the bigger screen, 10.2-inch screen. Hers is 9.6 from the old from the old iPad, her, her okay. earlier model of the iPad. But then I, I, I continued and I, I told her about the, the new A12 Bionic chip, so that's going to be 40% she faster fall asleep at that than point? last year's model. Not, not yet. 
And then I also said, this is the very first iPad that's going to have a neural engine on board. And she went, how's that going to help me? Then she snored. And then I said, look, if you do some enhanced photo editing, it makes it easier. Augmented reality, if you want to sort of use the IKEA app to sort of show how furniture is going to look in your house, you went, ooh, ooh, that's interesting. But also, too, the A12 processor and how she's normally like a block puzzle Sudoku player. Mm. And I thought, you know what, if you want to get out of your comfort zone a bit, play some action games, this, this processor can help you do it. So I suggested a couple of games, Call of Duty being one of them. There's a good mobile version of that. Not that she's into that, but, you know, she knows with the new iPad that there's the potential. And also another thing that she didn't have, Apple Pencil compatibility. So what what we see is this little incremental update. To her, she's thinking, wow, Apple Pencil, Retina display, bigger screen, three-pin connector, faster, better. $4.99. Massive and cheaper. So, yeah. yeah. And, and that to, was to the me, point. I, I've said to a lot of people this week, the I know there's an iPad Pro. There's also a brand new iPad Air coming out, which is exceptional in design and power and performance. But yep. for 99% of people, the, this will do. the $499 one is all you need. Yeah, like get do. a keyboard, so spend the extra on the keyboard. Yeah. And this is a laptop replacement for most people. This who are just do. doing Facebook, email, yeah. streaming Netflix Browse and stuff. The web. Yeah, of course. Mate, why are you buying a laptop again? You're of mad. Of course. Anyway, you can yeah. read Stephen's comprehensive um, uh, monologue yes. with a with a woman at the football uh, at TechGuide.com.au. You can read my insightful analysis. I don't say my story it was the football. That's just what oh, I told okay, you. Okay, right. Sorry, I just told you that, mate. Whoops, sorry. <laughs> That's all good. Does it matter? I'm hoping the person is who's listening will know it's her. Oh, shout out! <laughs> Hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. Um, and my comprehensive analysis. Yeah. Of the comparison of you between you reading the seven specs. and eight. That's your analysis, reading the a, specs. I did a benchmark test. You had test. to put your glasses on to I read did, that Actually, specs. I did some serious benchmark testing. Did you really? Yeah. What I did HTML5 um, rendering testing. Okay. And I did uh, Geekbench. So yeah. stick that up, you reviewer. Geekbench. All great. right. Good on you, mate. What? It's a benchmark for benchmarking. I, I agree. Good for you. Good <laughs> that should be their motto. We're the benchmark for benchmarking. <laughs> Geekbench. Don't you yeah. use it? Sounds like a... a, a a gym. Oh, stop it. it. Sounds like a, gy- a gym where geeks go. Geek bench. Oh, okay. I didn't know where you were going to go with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Hey, you don't bank with Commonwealth Bank anymore, do you? I, I never have. You brushed them. Didn't you brush them no, to go to Apple Pay? George. Ah. Yes. Right. Because Combank... Um, Welcome. I, I, I'm a banker there. I, I use Combank. Okay. They own, they own about a tenth of my home still. A tenth, mate. Far <laughs> getting right. there. I'd love there. to only own, owe someone a tenth. Getting there. Someone <laughs> owes like 70% of mine. <laughs> but the the new app, the app is, is one of the, is the most popular banking app in Australia, right? Number one app. And they've just introduced a new feature. And this isn't a name of my friend. This is Bill Sense. Bill Sense. Okay? <laughs> this isn't my mate, okay? Mr. Sense. Ah. This is Bill Sense, which means it'll. it's a feature that can help people anticipate their bills and what they're up for, right? Now, before you say, just buy a friggin' look in your calendar or whatever, right? Yeah, when you get a bill, okay. you, put a, you put a recurring note in your diary. Correct, yes. For so that same thing. On, okay, hold, the th- hold that thought. Yeah. This res- this has come as a result of research, okay? Oh, now, the CBA did some research that showed 70% of millennials surveyed, this is to help millennials, mm-hmm. 70% of millennials surveyed couldn't prioritise their finances mostly because it made them anxious. <laughs> so, Dry your eyes, those, dre- those poor dears, right, who were yeah. born, what is it, born after 19, is it 95 and earlier? I think it's born before 1995. Is that right? Or before? after 95? After 95. Yeah, after. Whatever. Anyway, after. that age, a millennial age. They're like, they're, they could they, be your kids are millennials, they're, mate. Yeah, or, or, or yeah, my kids are millennials, yeah. But managing finances for them is just a bit too stressful. Well, mate, you know. But it gets better, mate. It gets have better. have I got to pay for electricity? Can I? <laughs> yeah, what's this? What's this? Well, it's a bill, mate. You've got to pay it, okay? That's what it is. William Mailer from bill. CBA. Bill Mailer. That's his <laughs> Bill Mailer. Talk to me. The bloke, the, the Bill Mailer. The, the millennials are getting stressed because they get bills in the mail from Bill Mailer. That'll do me. Wow. But you know what? It gets better. 
Because Bill Mailer's title, <sighs> I, I'm not joking. Oh, mate. His title is the head of behavioural economics. Oh, wow. For the CBA. And I was going to write... It's honestly, a great title. I was going to write in brackets on that story, yes, CBA actually has a head of behavioural economics. I would have loved it to be Bill Mailer. Bill Mailer. Accounts receivable correspondence. <laughs> you know, like you know Bill what? Mailer. You know what? That's like a bloke. I remember when I was at school and my a lot of my mates, we were learning how to scuba dive. <sighs> the the, the uh, instructor. At school? The, yeah, we were in year, year 11 oh, or 12. Yeah. The instructor, his name was Dick Poole. Poole, his name was. He's a scuba instructor. How good's that? There's a lot of those names oh, where wow. their job is actually their name. Like, imagine if you're a baker, right? you work at Baker's Light and your name is John Baker or something like that. Yeah. Anyway. But I'm, Bill I'm Mailer, not, not going to get over Bill Mailer. Bill Mailer, who came up with Bill Sense, right? Is the reason for this is that he's saying that a third of Australians in this age group know that they make too many impulse purchases. Yeah, right. And they struggle to set a budget and stick to it. And also, like, the ComBank here has appreciated there's a lot of really good apps out there that, that yeah. do this, Pocketbook and others. Yep. That get actually re- get reminded. They, they, analyse, they, they analyse. Well, Pocketbook's even more detailed because it's actually got your bank, yeah. you know, it's in there. And so it analyses your spending and says you've right. spent more on go, whoa, whoa, cafes whoa. This, this month than normal. Ah. Don't forget you've got your – it actually – Do you it, use this? No, I have. I've tested it, though. Okay. Like, because it sees a Vodafone payment every month, it knows yeah. you've got a Vodafone thing. Yeah. So they've realised that people are not using their app and they want them in their app so they of course, can of course. You know, keep them as customers. But um, here's the thing, though. The research revealed that the stress millennials feel when dealing with finances, they also found that exercising daily, paying bills on time, that, not that just bill mailer, paying bills on time, yep. and knowing how much money is in their account were the top three stress relievers. For millennials, yeah, aren't they gentle? De- aren't they fragile little deers? These millennials. Yeah, mate. What all, do you think of that? I think they all need to suck it up, get a job, and move on. No, they've got jobs. They're just they're just a bit impulsive. I think they're they're not. I don't. I think they're all more in the now rather than looking ahead. You know, like that's that's. I've noticed that my kids, more, yeah, your kids aren't earning their own money yet, but I know my children are, are pretty good with their money. Like they're not. You know, you know how you some people that the money's burning a hole in their pocket. They've got to spend it. They earn it. They spend it. And I think that the millennial fee, like feeling is that I want to have a good lifestyle now. I want to enjoy stuff yeah. now rather than like my. I was taught, you know, save up, have it later when you when you can afford it. Yeah. So I think that's kind of the difference here. With that, they want that holiday. They want the nice car. They want you know the the live live on the water. They want that now. Rather than working towards it and having it later, yeah. so that that that's the key. I think that's the reason. As much as we're taking the piss here, that's that's I think half the William reason why. why oh, sorry, why they can't doing go that. on. That's outrageous. It's the best William thing Mailer. that's ever happened. Yeah, Bill Mailer. William Mailer. He's Bill the Bill Mailer. Yeah. Do you reckon he started in the mailroom? I don't know. It'd be funny if he worked, did. worked his way up. <laughs> Imagine if his first job at the Combank was mailing the bills. Wow. That'd just make my day. Pretty good. I'm going to look him up on LinkedIn. See if he ever worked CBA. See if he ever worked in the. I'll look him up right now. Yeah, I'll look him up right now. (coughs) All right. That's uh, that's the ComBank app. Is at um, techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Yeah. All right. There he is. He's on LinkedIn. What's his uh, history? William R. Mailer, head of behavioural economics at Commonwealth Mm. Bank. Scroll back. Bill Mailer. Did he work in the mailroom ever? (laughs) Because if he worked in the mailroom anywhere. He well, would have no, so a, much he rubbish. He was a head of behavioural economics. Mate, he's all into behavioural economics. Behavioural economics. He did a degree in behavioural economics. You reckon? National People and Performance Manager Mate, at Collier's International. You're going to need to scroll back a long way. University. No, hang on. Show three more experiences. <laughs> did he have any other jobs? He was a consultant at AMP. Boring. Could that have been in the mailroom? I'm going to interview him. Bill Mailer just from CBA. Ask, just to I ask what I hope someone, I hope oh, someone who knows you say, mate, you've got to listen to these two blokes <laughs> taking the piss out of you. You've got to hear these two idiots talking about you. There's just so much in it. I mean, I feel look, sorry for him. I'm starting to feel sorry for him. I'm starting to feel sorry for him. It looks like a young oh, He's a good style of a yeah, bike too. William R. Mailer. William R. Oh, Mailer. Wow. 
Imagine if, if R was what? Not not room. Not room, mate. What? William R. Mailer. Bill, Bill Receipt Mailer. Bill Receipt Mailer. I don't I just We've got to stop. <laughs> I feel, now I'm feeling bad. I'm, now I'm thinking about him listening and going, mate, I'm really sorry, but it's a cracking name. And uh, Good luck to him. Hey, he's very successful. He's the head of behavioural economics at Commonwealth Bank. He'd be on, he'd name, be on a solid wedge should there. Should name his kids Check, though. Because <laughs> you'd prefer to be check, a Check Mailer than check. a Bill Mailer. <laughs> or Black. <laughs> Blackmailer. <laughs> Is that his nickname, you reckon? That's his nickname, Black. Blackmailer. <laughs> <laughs> or junk. Junkmailer. <laughs> oh, oh, I gotta go. His kids his kids are gonna be black, junk, <laughs> check and um book of the month club. Oh. <laughs> Mailer. Oh, sorry, what what if you called called his son Emmett? Emmett Mailer. His initials. Emailer. Emailer. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Emmett. <laughs> black, <laughs> black junk and Emmett. Black mailer, junk mailer, and emailer. Oh, mate, he's going to dead set be suing us, this bloke, I reckon. Oh, I just, <laughs> I just can't cope. Good on you. Good on you, mate. Well done, Will. The Combank. Good on you. Oh, no, I use the Combank. I'm a, I'm a customer. I just can't believe I'm a customer. <laughs> Or was this all a G-up? I looked him up on LinkedIn. He exists. What do you mean? Does, have you checked the app? Is it a real thing? Or is that April Fool's Day? No. Because that's a solid April Bill Fool's prank. Bill Sense. Bill Mailer. Bill Mailer. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a famous author named Norman Mailer. Have you heard of Norman that's Mailer? That's good, but he's wrote, not mailing wrote, bills. Wrote, wrote the exhibition, executioner song. Oh, I've got to go. Goodbye. Yeah. See you, mate. See you, mate. Oh, I just can't go. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. 